Hey, so what's up, everybody? It's your host, Olmec, and you are tuned in to one of the first few podcasts or the first few episodes of the Indigenous Love Podcast. And um, <clears throat> sometimes I um, do these podcasts as therapy. I don't know how. It serves as some type of healing process for me. And um, I think maybe that's why um, our ancestors used to have powwows, you know. I'm going to look into that. Um, I'm really going to look into that because I feel like there are real healing uh, properties and I encourage anybody uh, to do the same. But, you know, jumping right into it, I wanted to talk a little bit about where we're at as people. Obviously, um, <coughs> you know, you're here listening to the podcast and I feel like a lot of people a lot of our people uh, you know we go through the same issues struggles problems feelings and it's like there's no There's no way, and it's weird because we live in this um, capitalist society that there's no um, you know there's like there's no pill for it you know there's no um, nothing you can buy for it nothing. It's like advertised or, you know, I mean, the world, the society we live in is, you know, about monetizing everything, having a product or a service for everything. Um, But when it comes to us, there's not really, um, I think, in my opinion, a product or service that can heal the decolonizing of our people. I think that's a big part of why I particularly do um, the podcast. So it's going to be a big part of the series moving forward. Um, The topics are all going to be in some way or form centralized uh, to, um, you know, this, this, this sickness that we have called colonialism. You know, a lot of things stem from colonialism, like racism, like inequality, like the inverse of capitalism, which is uh, poverty, the destruction of Mother Earth, 
global warming you know you you name the top five uh, reasons you know supposedly politicians um, are voted on or against um, and it all is based around some form of colonialism you know I was uh, listening a little bit earlier to an episode um, on YouTube that was talking about people and it was more like uh, I guess anthropology and archaeology and uh, you know sometimes I find that interesting you know you know listening to um, scientists or whatever the anthropologists talk about um, humans and the evolution of humans um, over millions of years you know and as as little as 50,000 years ago or 60,000 years ago they're saying that you know there still were um, people that were not fully um, adapted the way we are, the way all humans are today. I don't know what happened to these people, these Neanderthals or these uh, Denisovans or Denisovans. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce that. Uh, but those are the two um, last um, link to the modern human and the evolution that became human from whatever it was before, you know, um, as far as being, you know, less evolved. And when you look into that, um, obviously we've been bipedal for a while. So we've been walking around on two legs for some time, even at that level. But, you know, some things changed like, I don't know, the, the skull or the color of our skin or the way that we were more hairy versus less hairy. All these different attributes um, that, you know, changed together, you know, because obviously some of us still are um with more or with less uh, melanin or skin color changes. And um, I find that interesting because, you know, there's not much difference in humans uh, today. And there's so many of us. Um, I think the world is at nine billion now. And, um, We're gonna we're gonna start to um, rapidly grow moving forward. I think in the last few uh, different um, decades, in the last century, of course, you know, I mean, the human population 
has really exploded uh, because of um, modern agriculture in the way that, uh, you know, we're able to uh, produce food uh, on a level and scale that we never were before. So, um, yeah, I just think that it's, 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 it's a real interesting concept to think about people and um, how we're different, but how we're the same, you know? We're so much the same, but we point at each other as we're different. And sometimes I think we even buy into it that we're different. And sometimes we ask ourselves, are we different? Are we all just a bunch of selfish, mean, hateful, killing race of humans? Warmongering, warmongering humans? Is that is that what we are? Because in the last century, that's a lot of what... We're seeing with World War One, World War Two, the dropping of the atomic bomb, um, chemical warfare, the fight for resources, the genocide of the Western Hemisphere. The attempted genocide of other countries as well. And um, colonialism is still alive, you know. And I think that as people, when I, when I talk about, you know, decolonizing, it's almost like we're not really we're not really becoming humble birds of a feather. We're, 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 we're devising each other through division plans of separation and um, indignation for each other contempt for each other conditioning children our own children in how different we are In a way, I mean, I'm glad to have seen it the way that I've seen it growing up as a uh, inhibitor, as a um, 
I wasn't the perpetuator of most of the racism um, that I've seen. You know, I've seen most of the racism through the eyes of being the person that it was acted on, you know, or I was the person that saw the perpetuator acting on somebody else, but I always got to see the perpetuator and I always got to see what that looked like on the outside. Of course we get angry, of course we, um, we get hurt, we get saddened, um, of course we get scared in some cases, uh, because I think that's what racism is about, it's about, um, doing or invoking all of those emotions towards somebody or some person, and, um, I talk about how bad racism is, right? But I guess it's only because I've seen it from the standpoint of being on the other side of racism. I don't know what it's like to be the perpetuator. And maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. But I can tell you this. I know that after seeing what kind of person you have to be to be a perpetuator of racism, I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to be that person. Um, I've had conversations with family members about hate and growing old and um, I guess some old people get mean. I mean, I, I... I guess I I can understand some of that, you know, if you get bitter or whatever, but I mean, for the most part, I don't ever want to meet, I don't ever want to grow old into a mean person, you know, I can see how it can happen, I guess, if you get bitter and you're, you know, needing your medication or whatever, or you're in pain, but I wouldn't want to become that, I wouldn't aspire, or I wouldn't brag about it, you know, I just, I don't think it's a good look for anybody, I don't think it's a good look for anybody that I would want to give that away, um, as a, uh, gift, you know, matter of fact, I think the healing is actually taking that away from them, and, um, I guess where I'm going with this now is, is, uh, you know, you look at, you look at colonialism and you look at what it's done to people and how it's hurt people, um, you know, from like the person that it's being perpetuated on. Right. But look at, I mean, I guess what I'm thinking right now is, I mean, how, how does that really affect the, the, the perpetuator, you know, like the racist, the person that is actually a let's just say slave owner or a racist bigot you know is that person really 
well off, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, if, if they own all the land and all the resources and, you know, have all the people to do things for them because, you know, they basically have slaves or, you know, I guess there's some form of capitalists now, but um, there's, there's, there's a level of inequality, right, that I think that comes in the world that we live in today um, through not just economic means, but, you know, socialist or socialism, social means of um, inequality, you know, like, um, you know, right now we got all the cops uh, treating people differently uh, by skin tone, you know, and rightfully so, um, African Americans are getting organized, to say the least, um, indigenous people as well, Native American people, Mexican people, First Nations people, and um, I'm glad this is kind of segueing into um, a big part of my thought process with this is that like Bruce Lee always used momentum of force it was like physics you know if something is moving don't stop something from moving move it in a direction that you want it to go change the direction or try to ride that direction in a way that's productive for you You know, so if something's coming at you, you know, if you just basically push it a little to the side and then push it forward in its movement instead of trying to stop it, you know, you can add, you know, an, um, a, a, a force, a synergistic force to that uh, momentum or to that that form of physics, you know? It's uh it's not necessarily something that I don't think um a lot of uh, young people are having problem uh doing or 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 seeing. And I think that's good. I think that's I think that um we um We are going to tear down a lot of these walls of inequality. And I can say this um, because I know or I hope that uh, most of my listeners um, pay attention closely. That we have a lot of things going on in the world. Right now, it's time to get educated. Um, Education is the key. Education is so important. You're always going to have protesters. You're always going to have people on the front line. You're always going to have people that are fighting the battles. You're always going to have all of that going on. And sometimes you may need to be the one that starts it or be a part of it. That's fine. I'm not saying anything against... 
I'm doing it because I'm for it. I stand in solidarity. Um, with the outcome Um, because I know the outcome is going to be beneficial for everyone in the end and bringing down white supremacy is a big deal but you know in the end we still got to be able to disseminate we still got to be able to think we still got to be able to create we still got to be able to understand in harmony how to live uh, with people because you know in the end of this there's going to need to be a lot of critical thought you know that goes into how do we change the rules you know how do we pick the right people uh, to govern because now if um, things really do change let's just say things start changing tomorrow and um, let's just say that you know we take out how half of the House of Representatives, and we take out half of the Senators, or we take out half of all the politicians or elected officials, and we start putting in people of color, you know, to make things more equal. Let's just say that glorious uh, decision was somehow um, a part of the bargain, a part of the deal, a part of um, the reparations, a part of the... Um, making things right, uh, you know, in the police force as mayors and government, you know, officials that um, are the police chiefs or uh, the city councilmen or, you know, even at local levels, um, all the politicians, meaning all the governors, meaning all the um, people in politics, even at the, the city level. Um, how How do we make those changes, you know? We got to be smart enough to understand that we're going to need people that care. We're going to need people that want to do the right thing. Um, we're going to need people to have a voice of commonality. And hey, there's been a lot of wrongdoing in the past. But at the same time, we can't let our emotions speak for our our people moving forward, you know? We need to do it in a very um, intellectual way. You know, we need to be inclusive. We need to have... Um, people of all tribes, you know, we need to have all people integrated into these decisions, and um, I just want to say that, you know, sometimes I wonder how all this is going to turn out. 20, 50, 100 years from now, but I do know one thing is certain is we need to start organizing in a way that makes a real um, effort.
right now I have a lot of um, ideas for that. I guess I just can't put into one episode, but I really do. I have a lot of ideas um, concerning revolving around um, this idea of organization. And I think that um, it's imperative that other people start to manifest these ideas um, as well on their own and talk about them and have the discussions that are necessary in constructing these programs that are going to lead the future of our people and our children's future um, into uh, tomorrow. And I don't have much more, uh, you know, for this episode. Uh, I know it's kind of a little bit more on the monotone uh, level. Um, Some of these uh, episodes are going to be a lot more uh, stimulating and uh, energetic. But hey, man, it is what it is. I'm going to go ahead and uh, bounce on out to the next episode. I appreciate you tuning in. Until uh, mañana, peace.